You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. And welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. It is Labor Day, Monday, September 5th, 2022. How you doing, Christina Dennis? I'm doing great, Damon Frank. We're laboring on Labor Day. Is that what we're supposed to do? We are. I have a shirt I only pull out once of a year for Labor Day. <laughs> it's got the little red, white, and blue stripes on it. There so, you go. You know, hey, for those of you guys listening in your podcast, uh, we are festive today. We are laboring it up. It is mm -hmm. Monday, and we want to talk about sober Labor Day today uh, yes. because uh, do a little special Labor Day show uh, coming yep. at you. Even though Christina and I both have plans. We thought, you yes. know what, what is important is our sobriety, your sobriety. Let's do a quick show about staying sober during Labor Day. Yes. Top of mind. Start with that. That's going to be one of our tips. But before we get to the show, I want to thank everybody who is listening to the podcast. Please download it, share it, like it, follow it, and leave us a comment. We love getting to know you. Come be part of our community and, uh, you know, keep it up. I so appreciate it. And I know Damon does too. Absolutely. I do. You know what? Look, we do not want to be put in digital jail, guys. If you no. like, share and comment, it shows to people that, you know what? Hey, you like the show and other people should watch the show. Um, but I like, like you said, Christy, it is so neat when we get comments um, and they don't have to be great comments. It could just be like, oh, I use that or that didn't work or, you know, this is my experience. That's fine. I We, we love the comments. We love the interaction. Um, and it makes us know that people are out there. They're listening. You know, obviously we get that with the Recovered Life discussions because it's live, yes. raw, right there, right? It's not like doing the show where we can pre-plan it a little bit. Uh, the right. discussions are like in your face, ready to go. <laughs> but yeah, everybody gets to say something. You know, we do and we can and do recover together. And that is what Recovered Life's purpose is, is to add, you know, that layer of having a, the best recovered life that you can have. And it includes everyone, everyone has a voice. So thanks. Well, listen, we are all about staying sober during Labor Day today. That's what this mm -hmm. whole show is about. Uh, the whole episode is focused on what can we do to make sure that, you know, ourselves and you stay sober during Labor Day. And I, I, I want to put a little shout out, shout out here, Christina. A lot of times when we do these shows, they're geared at newcomers or geared at people who Maybe yes. in their first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, right? First year. But we got some golden nuggets here for people who might have been sober two to three decades, right? right. Like four decades, five decades, what, however long you have. Look, it, it, it always can be your last day if you're not doing the deal, right? So totally. we're going to share some tips that also that people can use that if they have long-term sobriety are going to help make sure that they're not only sober, but happy, which is important. So important because I, I think Labor Day is one of those sneaky holidays. So I'm glad that you mentioned, even if you've been in long-term sobriety, it may be, you know, uh, sneaking up on you because I think that it happens right before we're going into some serious transitions, whether you have kids, don't have kids, stuff happens around the fall, right? We start marching toward the holidays and it could easily surprise you. And I think it's sneaky because, you know, 4th of July was our last kind of big holiday that was always a drinking holiday. And maybe there isn't as much um, safeguard around this. So I'm really glad that we're doing the show today. And I do think it's important. It's important for my recovery, which is why I show up. 
I wouldn't have anything if I didn't have sobriety first. And it's important to know that there are a whole bunch of us out here who are going to have a sober Labor Day. You know, Christina, I think you 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 said something that's very important here, and I was thinking it as well. Is right now, I've noticed a lot in our work together as coaches, right? Like it, transitional periods are the toughest mm -hmm. period because although uh, as people in recovery, we love new things, we love stimulus, right? Like I, I did, right? Of course. Um, there is also a pattern that we are also comfortable with as well. So it's usually a combination, being able to play full out, but then also having some sort of system and pattern and way of life in which you live. And when we get into fall, you're absolutely right. Whether or not you've kids in school or you're in school or you're going back to work or whatever, there's just a change, right? Yeah. Like we're not seeing the change of the weather here in LA yeah. yet, yeah. but there is a, like for most people around the country, there is this change, right? There's this transition. And I think transitional times are usually the most emotionally wrought and usually have the biggest risk of relapse because our energetic patterns are different. We're perceiving new things. What did not bug us five minutes ago, what we are looking forward to. Yes. Now we're bugged that everything's, you know, pumpkin spice. Uh, it was great, <laughs> you know. It, it was it was great to think about it in mid August, but now that it's September, you're not so quite sure about that pumpkin spice. You are uh, so it is. You got to be. You have to be aware during these transitions. So, truly, because whether you are consciously aware of it, your nervous system is aware of it, and that's what I mean. Whether or not you have kids or not, whether it has been particularly stressful, our nervous system, and I really believe this of people in recovery, is tuned up. And so all of these messages can be coming at you uh, without you necessarily being aware of. And that's why I use the serious word safeguard, because I really believe it. No matter how long I've been sober, uh, I know that at any point in time, uh, and we'll talk about this as far as if you're having a family barbecue, watch your drink. Um, I don't want to have to have that happen in my life. I don't want to, you know, have an oopsie or end up because I don't know if I'm going to come back alive. You know, Christina, one of the things is, is when people ask me, it's just like, oh, I'm kind of dreading Labor Day or I'm dreading this mm -hmm. holiday or whatever. And they say, Damon, you know, how do you think it's going to go? And I'm going to say, what was your interpretation of how it went last time? Right. That's exactly how it's going to go this time unless you change that interpretation, right? So I think we're creatures of habit. We repeat things. It's much easier to go back to what that feeling was last year. And for many people who are listening here, this might be their first Labor Day sober. And that last Labor Day might not have been that great. It might have started off good with right. great intentions, but left you in that, you know, not necessarily Monday, but that Thursday, yes. you were still doing the thing, right? And all the ramifications of it. So I think it's like having a good intention about what you want to try to achieve this Labor Day, writing that out. You know, you and I talk about this a lot with the holiday. Anytime we do a holiday show, it is really about trying to find out what do you want to have happen here? Not so tightly scripted, but what do you want to have happen? Do you want to go see friends, maybe mm -hmm. see nieces and nephews? siblings, parents, whatever, you know, whatever, what do you want to try to have happen? And then how can you kind of map that out a little bit so that you make sure that it's a safe experience for you and that you're going to also get what you want out of yeah. it? Because so many times, Christina, we know that people get in trouble because they get drugged to a party or they get drugged into a situation that they can't handle simply because they feel guilty that they're not showing up. 
Right. Oh, so good. So good. If you are in a bad place, uh, if you are, you know, like things have been tricky, like I said, the school year, everything that's happening, you do not have to go. It is not required, especially on Labor Day. You know, it is not required. And so really consider that in your plans. And I love that you say, let's focus on setting intentions, because I can tell you the first five years of my sobriety, maybe even on occasion, you know, the last 10 years, there have been times where I, it looks like the people that are drinking are having way more fun than what I'm having. And if I let my, uh, my process, my thought process get run away from me, then I can easily start thinking about, you know, being resentful and looking at why do I, yeah, I will feel punished. But if I go to an event with the intention of truly connecting with two or three people, then I have something to focus on other than what I perceive other people are doing. Absolutely. You know, I think the, one of the, one of the challenges is that balancing act. And, you know, and I want to talk a little bit about long-term sobriety, about how we can get, uh, how we can get kind of lulled into a sense of complacency, which will put you at risk. You know, when I, you know, when you and I hear stories of people that come to us that have relapsed that are trying to get the, they're trying to get it again, right. They might've been, uh, sober for decades. Right. What ends up happening is they say, I don't know what happened. I just ended up drinking, right. Or I ended up using drugs or I ended up in this bad situation. Um, and usually that is a lack of awareness right. because they're not in that present moment, which, you know, we, we, we're going to have a show about that here, uh, in the next episode of like how to stay in that present moment, worry and all that. Uh, they're not there. They're in the future or they're in the past and be just because they've had 20 something other sober labor days. They're not, they didn't check in with their higher power before they went. Right. They don't have that constant contact that they had. Right. And they get they're, they're in a bad situation and they don't have any awareness and they end up drinking or picking up or doing something. Right. Just simply yeah. because they're not aware. They're not in tune. They're just on autopilot. Exactly. Exactly. And it's so important. I mean, you know, both you and I came through the 12 step program and we, you know, I was told you, you can make it through incredibly difficult things and then your shoelace will break and all of a sudden you find yourself drunk. And I never forgot that because I thought, yeah, I can see how you have, you know, your protection, you're doubling down with your connections with others. You're doing all that stuff when things are bad, but when things are good, you know, there can be a lack of awareness, just like you said. And I, I also think it's important to discuss uh, codependency slips on Labor Day and food slips. You know, we talk about a lot of different things on Recovered Life, not just alcohol. And the people that are wanting to have their best recovered life have many areas that they want to make sure that they are uh, fortifying their recovery against. I guess is the way you know, but it. we don't talk enough about mayonnaise and ribs on the recovered yeah. life show. And yeah. that's something that I have to make sure that I get on uh, Labor Day. But you're right about these things. And, you know, we we talk about stacked addictions a lot. And a lot mm -hmm. of the times, if you're codependent, let's say there's a food ritual around that you right. go to an event, you're doing just fine. All of a sudden you find yourself kind of compulsive eating because you are nervous or you feel uncomfortable. And then the next thing you know there's an issue, right? Yep. And it's these stacked addictions. Knowing what your triggers are, I think is important, but also knowing how to set it up right so that you're also going to get out of it. See, because something out of it, because 
And I'm going to be selfish for a little bit here. I know that I went to things in my early recovery. I'm going to say like the first five to seven years, right, Christina? I went to things that I got nothing out of. I was there simply because I was expected to be there or, um, you know, that I felt bad if I wasn't there participating. And it wasn't really the right place for me to be. I got nothing out of it, right? Like, and that's fine. Like, I, I understand that you don't always get things out of it, but it's our holiday too. And just because everybody else drinks and it, just because everybody else acts out doesn't mean that we have to put ourselves in that situation. Right. We deserve to be able to have a great holiday as well. So when we come back, I want to talk about some steps that, you know, we tell our clients steps that we use yep. uh, during holidays like Labor Day to make sure that not only we're getting through it, Christina, but we're having a great time that we're actually having a rewarding experience. So I'm going to we're going to jump into that right after this quick break. If you are newly sober, trying to get sober, or you've been sober for decades and are looking to take your sobriety to the next level, the Recovery Breakthrough six-week transformation concierge coaching program might be right for you. Have Damon Frank and Christina Dennis build a custom roadmap to get you on the path to getting what you really need. Receive hands-on concierge coaching and stay focused and productive with our daily check-ins. If you're ready to experience your recovery breakthrough and start the journey towards the transformation you deserve, book a free get to know you call today and find out what is possible in your recovery. To find out more about recovery breakthrough and to book your free call, go to recoveredlife.us. That's recoveredlife.us. You're listening to The Recovered Life Show. So, Christina, I promised everybody that when we came back, we would jump into some tips, tricks, tactics, things that you and I have used with ourselves and our clients to make sure that they're going to have the best holiday ever. We're right. in Labor Day. Labor Day right now. Somebody might be listening to this right now, you know, where mm -hmm. they go to that big barbecue at Aunt Sally's house. What is your big tip for people? Really take time before you go and decide what it is that you really want to do. So one of my biggest uh, freedoms from codependency and events was to actually put myself first. And it, it's I know if you are recovering from alcoholics or alcohol, maybe you think, no, I was so selfish. Now I can actually show up. I, Dave and I are different. He always has an event on a holiday. Like he's the big you know, turkey guy on Thanksgiving with the blown up turkey. My nervous system can't handle that. And it is no less important for me to pay attention to what I can handle than it is for, you know, somebody else to do what they want to do. So it is not vital that you show up at events that are not um, required, you know, it is, it is not. And so I think sometimes, especially when I'm working with people that they think that they, that it's absolute requirement for them to show up. They've gotten sober. Now they need to do these things. And I always question any kind of belief system that I have that says I have to do something that I don't want to do. 
Yeah, you know, it's it, you know, I do think you have to give people their space about where they're at. I think there's a lot of expectations, especially with women. I'm going to say this like planning the holiday, hosting yeah. the holiday, cooking it, being on, doing the thing, right? And I think you do have to communicate what you're able to do. Now, at the same time, I think there is a time if, you know, you're you're sober for 10 years and, you know, you're still maybe afraid to show up at the event. Maybe mm -hmm. there's something else going on that you need to work on. I'd be the first to say that, right? And we've we've had clients that it's just like, okay, like this stage of your recovery, even though you're feeling this, you need to work on these particular areas because at this at this time of your recovery process, I believe like there's certain things you should be able to do without being in crippling fear, right? Now that's not everybody, and I, I get that. That's going to be a little controversial. Um, I know I'll get some comments in the thing. It's like, well, no, you have to whatever. Right. But I think having the plan, I think is good too. Um, we talk about the firm in and out, right? Yes. Like know what, know what the expectations are. If you're going to show up to somebody's house and you're going to bring a dish and you're going to stay for X period of time, right? Have some goals that you want to do, have an in and out and some goals. Like, like I know that I want to spend some time with my niece and nephew, right? Like I know that I want to spend some time with my kid, my wife, whatever it might be, right? That there's certain things that I want to try to achieve. Many people go into like a labor day that are not in recovery or like, you know what? They're not thinking about this. I'm going to have a couple of drinks. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do right. And they can, they're just, I, my whole thing is to relax. Right. Well, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people in recovery. We're not the relaxing type. <laughs> we're just not. I mean, let, let's, let's, let's be honest. We're, we're not always. Yes. Yes. No, it takes time. It, and that may not be your personality and it doesn't have to be, you know, but knowing ahead of time, what your triggers are, what you need to to do as far as setting boundaries uh you know another thing that we always tell people is to get yourself a soda and don't put it down now it might sound you know like we're being paranoid but don't put it down always have the drink that you want available bring your favorite soda you know uh, your favorite seltzer you know drink I used to love LaCroix. Make sure that you are taking care of your stuff. And like you said, knowing when you're going to leave, communicating that so that there is no pressure or that you can simply set a boundary. And I like setting the expectation of others that I will leave early. I will go home, go home maybe sooner than the people who are drinking. And I used to feel like I was missing out. But now I realize hmm, this feels good. I, I have a limited amount of time that I need to be on. Well, when you're when you're old and sober like me, I know that I'm not missing out, right? Like <laughs> I've already been there and done that, right? I've right. already been there and done that. And look, I, I think with events, you know, I've been in situations in my recovery that have been tricky. Bachelor parties, uh, right. you know, events that are remote that you're going someplace and everybody, maybe there's 12 or 15 people and everybody drinks or as an excessive drinker, right? So I've been in those, I've been in those situations and you do have to find a way to be able to escape even those, right? right. Like you might be visiting somebody and just be like, I've had enough. It's like, I think understanding what your toler tolerance is. Like I, I, I was the type of person, Christina, and I will tell this and I, I have a lot of clients that are like this too. They're like, look, I don't want to run from alcohol. Right. right. And I said, well, you know what? The first you know year you might need to run from alcohol. Right. You might need to freaking run from it because it might tackle you down and kill you. Like 
But as you get right, as you get into recovery, you're going to learn what your tolerance is. And I think that's what's one good thing about having support systems, whether that's a friend or somebody in recovery, a sponsor, a coach, a system, whatever, somebody that you can reach out to and understand it's like, hey, you know what? Like I've reached my limit. Somebody that can look and say, you know what? You're going a little too, you're swimming a little too far out towards the buoy there and yes. the riptide's going to get you. Yes. You know, and I've told clients that like, Hey, I think you need to come with a buddy. You need mm -hmm. to get there and you need to leave. And yes, it might be fun and you might miss the band and you might miss the fireworks show, but you know what? Th this is, this is beyond really what you can maybe do at this moment that will change. Look, what I was able to do six months into it and what I'm able to do now is drastically different. Right, right. And, you know, I'm at the point to kind of speak to people who've been around a little while. I'm at the point where, you know, there are certain things on my abstinence list that may be served, you know, and so I always prepare a meal beforehand and make sure I have lots of protein, lots mm -hmm. of energy, lots of water before I go in. And, and people might be saying, like, are you, you know, preparing or training for a marathon. Well, it can be, feel like that. And so I make sure I'm full before I go somewhere because I don't want to be triggered by sugar. You know, I've discovered sugar, you know, like real processed sugar can create a little rage in me. It can start that whole, you know, chemical reaction and it's just not better for it's better. Okay. Now you're too recovered. You're pissing me off. Now you're too, <laughs> you've crossed the line, Christina. You're way too recovered here. I, you know, I don't know if I could go there, but no, I, I understand what you're saying. Right. I understand. You know, I learned long ago, Hey, like I'm a caffeine junkie. I love caffeine, right? Like, mm -hmm. and, Still or I loved good. a certain drink. Like I like iced tea, like unsweetened iced tea. So it's like, I'll take my own unsweetened iced tea. And if they ask me, it's like, oh, I brought some stuff and I'll put it in the, the joint thing and I'll take a couple of bottles of that. And that's what I will do, right? Like I, yeah. I don't have to worry about, am I going to be in a situation where there's going to be nothing for me to drink and it's 120 degrees, right? Right. Like, cause that's a real situation. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't even know what this is. Is this a wine cooler? Is this seltzer? Right. Sure. Like with me, I'm obsessive reading the labels and I, I, you know, my kid and my wife, I'll ask them, Hey, read this. Is this non-alcoholic? Yes. I ask, yes. I, you know, now I don't get, now I don't care because I'm just a salty dog. Right. I don't really, you know, I don't care. Like I'll oh. ask, Hey, is this alcoholic? Is this so, alcohol in it? Oh, that is such a good point for us to share on, on this particular day. It is really important for us to know. And I'll tell you, when we do recovered life discussions in the past, when we've done podcasts, we've done holiday specials. There is always this kind of misconception that people are worrying about what you're drinking or what are they going to say? Most people don't care, right? The only people that might be caring about you not drinking alcohol probably have a problem with alcohol because I remember oh, yeah. doing that. You know, what do you mean you're not drinking? That's not any fun. And so I always want to say that on any holiday show, don't worry about what other people are going to think because it's, it rarely happens. And when it does, it's about them and not you. Well, I, I want to say one other thing here before we, uh, before we conclude this Labor Day special show. Um, you know, I think what I've learned also in recovery is when we were talking about goals, having an, a, somewhat of a light objective, and I'm not talking about rehearsing the whole thing, but kind of knowing what also how you're going to also enjoy yourself, right? Right. Is one of the things that I've started to try to do is when we do kind of events and stuff and I'm at events, I gear everything around, not the food 
not the swimming pool, not the location. I gear it around the ability to be able to interact with people. Okay. Right. Um, and that has, that has helped me a lot because, you know, there's always a missed expectation. I, see, most of it, and you're the codependency expert, and you'll right. know, most drama with events come from expectations. Sure. Like I had an expectation this was going to happen and the food was going to be this way. And there's all these patterns that happen in families and in friendships, right? right. And it becomes about one thing. It's like, uh, it becomes about the swimming pool or it becomes about whatever the location that you're going to go to, right? Yes. On the vacation. And it's the wrong way to look at it. And so for me, I've tried to gear things lately, especially in the last couple of years of like, okay, like what I'd like to be able to connect with these people. I'd like to share an experience here. Yes. I would enjoy being able to do that because I can look, the reality is if, if you're in recovery, if I want to go swimming, I can find a way to be able to do that. If I want to eat a certain type of, I can find a way to do that. I don't need, I'm an independent person. I can figure it out. Right. Right. Uh, I don't need the event for that, but what I can't get, it, you know, independently is I can't get interaction with other people and connection with other people, right? right. So that is the point of me going out and doing that. It's 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 not about the location, uh, the you know what we're going to do necessarily, or the food we're going to eat, or what we're going to experience. It's it's going to become about the experience of the interacting with people. It so is. And and we can't go, I know nobody wants to think about COVID, but we have to bring that into light to understand that you may be a little nervous because you haven't been socializing as much in the past. But we know that we need connection, that the opposite of addiction is connection. And so I love, you know, closing down the show with just that reminder. It's only a day do a sandwich call, which means call somebody if you're nervous, tell them what your intention is on your behavior, and then call them after. And there are groups and meetings that still happen on this day. So most important, don't pick up. You know, you're not the only one who is uh, staying sober on this day. And tomorrow is a new day. Absolutely. You know, and we're just going to put this out there, both Christine and I, if you're a member of Recovered Life, which you can be for free, Mm -hmm. by going to recoveredlife.us, um, you can become a member of our private volley group. Yep. So I know I will be, I will have my phone, my trusty phone with me uh, during Labor Day. And I know we always get volleys from people, interactions in real time, right? right? Uh, volleys from people who might be struggling at that time. So we're there for you. If you want to join Recovered Life, uh, which is 100% free, we will send you, I will personally send you an invite to our private volley and I will volley back if uh, you're struggling or want to check in with somebody. So, uh, so that offer is out there for everyone. And we're going to try to make that happen. Uh, we're going to try to build some uh, moderators mm -hmm. and try to make that happen for all the holidays because we think it's important to have a community of people that you could touch base with, even if you're not in that physical space. Absolutely. Well, this has been a phenomenal Labor Day special, Christina. I hope you have a great Labor Day. I know you probably have fun and exciting things planned. Um, and we cannot wait to reconnect with you guys on another show. So we will see you guys and go out and live your best recovered life. We'll see yeah. you next episode. Everybody be safe. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free, and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.